Hey guys, welcome to the Razor Web Design Wire Podcast with Matt Reed. The Razor Web Design Wire Podcast with Matt Reed. Hey everyone, episode 36 today, and we are talking about five reasons why you should still have a website, why you need a website, why if you don't have a website, you should have one. <laughs> so, anyway, let's get into it, guys. So, basically, number one is one of the main reasons I tell people is you need a website is because you're constantly surrounded by distractions when your business is on a platform. So if you've got a LinkedIn business page, you've got a Facebook business page, you're constantly still within a framework that can cause distraction to the person browsing your page. So if I'm on Facebook looking at a business page and all of a sudden a notification pops up, I've got a message from Joe Bloggs or whatever his name is, or um, you know, someone liked my post or someone shared my post or someone reacted with an angry face to your post, <laughs> it's distracting. So people are going to leave or they're not. They're going to be less likely at least to stay on your page. So what I'm getting at is the problem with social media and even business directory websites is that you'll find that people will go and visit them and then, oh, that, uh, that business there looks interesting. I'll click on and view that. And oh, I'll click on that one as well. And they just go in a circle and they're going and viewing all these different business pages and then all of a sudden they don't even remember who you were or what you were. So you've got to make sure that you still have a website so that you can really separate yourself out. And that leads me on to point number two. So you're, you're in control. When you've got a website, you're in control of what the user is experiencing, so the user experience. So you can control the look, the feel. You can pretty much do anything you want, absolutely anything you want, as long as they are happy with it. <laughs> um, but you can do anything you want and you're not sort of bound to a framework. It's like a framework like Facebook. You've got to have a profile photo and a cover photo and a title, but you can't have a nice big photo that's the full width of the page or you can't have a massive uh, one-liner up the top and you can't have your own colors. If you get what I'm going at, so you can't really have it how you want it. Whereas a website, you can have it how you want it. You can do it exactly how you want it, um, but obviously you've still got to make sure it suits your customer and your target audience, like I've said in previous episodes. So you're in control of your user experience. Now the good, the other good things about that is you can, you know, on Facebook for example, you can have a button on your Facebook page that says shop now. But you can do that on your website as well. And you can have a phone number up there as well. And you can also have a thing saying, you know, download our brochure or join our newsletter. Whereas Facebook and other platforms are a little more limiting in that sense. They don't let you uh, do exactly what you want to do. So it's very important you still have a website for that reason. Now, number three, guys, is... It's, it's easier to collect um, information from people when they are on your website. So on a website, you can have anywhere you want again, referring back to point two, you can have anything you want anywhere. So you can have like a, you know, download our, you know, five reasons why you need a website article. Just fill in your name and email. Whereas on Facebook and other platforms, you don't have the option to really add that sort of data capture uh, information to your page. So that's the other good thing about a website is you can really get engaged with the user and get them engaged with you and capture information um, how you want it and when you want it and wherever you want it. So again, you want to be able to easily collect information. Like for example, if you've got an e-commerce website and you're selling and people are on the checkout, you might want to collect the person's birthday. Let's say you sell party supplies. You want to collect their birthday so you can email them automatically next year and just see if they need to make another order with you. So, you know, that's what I'm getting at here. You can really tailor make something with a website, whereas Facebook um, is very limiting 
and I'm picking on Facebook, sorry Facebook, <laughs> but I'm picking on Facebook because that's sort of the one we all know, um, but obviously other platforms uh, that are business related, same sort of story. Now, the fourth point, and it's quite an important one, is people say uh, to me, oh, you know, Facebook, I get a lot more engagement or I get a lot more people visiting it and blah, blah, blah. The issue with Facebook um, and other platforms like that is you can have an audience. You can have 10,000 likes. You can have 1,000 likes, 10,000 likes, a million likes, whatever. The issue is unless you pay, pay Facebook, for example, to promote that content, you still actually can't reach your full audience. You still can't reach that full audience of 10,000 people, for example. I've read you can only usually um, reach 5%. That's dropped quite significantly, but you can only reach around 5% organically, so you're not paying. Now, if your fan base is loyal enough to come in and view your page every couple of days without having to click on an ad or click on a post that you've made, like you know they're that interested or that dedicated to looking at your page, then that's great, that's fine. But if, if you're not getting in front of people, if they're not coming to your page, but you've got the audience there, yeah, you can only attract around 5%, they're saying, without paying or boosting your post to get more attraction there. So if you've got 10,000 people, that's, that's awesome, you know, that's 10,000 likes. Um, I've got a page with 10,000 likes. But when I post something, I'm only really able to get up to 500 of those actually through organic reach. So, you know, it's, it's limiting. Whereas on your website, you could have a blog, an RSS feed, not that anyone uses RSS feeds now really, but <laughs> you can have a blog and you can p- get people to sign up to your MailChimp newsletter and you've got them in a mailing list and um, you've got your blog there, they can come and see it whenever they want and you can also email all of them in one hit, the 10,000 people, hey come and check out my latest blog post and here's an offer. Now MailChimp and other mail softwares do cost money obviously, um, but when you weigh it up in comparison to Facebook you've got a much better chance of reaching an audience without actually the big cost. If you think about all the websites, uh, news websites like CNN and and Al Jazeera, they have a site with all the news articles on it and they can basically push what they want to push and they can do it in the way they want to do it. They can make the user experience how they want it. Um, Whereas if they just solely did it through social media and didn't have a website, they're still limited to that, you know, full audience but also they're limited again to how they can show it and how they can promote it and you know having other news companies surrounded by them so that's sort of the key thing I'm trying to get at here uh, we want to sort of we want to use it we want to you know have a website that really allows us to um, reach our full potential and reach our best possible audience uh, whenever we want without a real big cost now number five guys is the final one and it's to do with basically not everyone is going to go to your Facebook page first. So it said that adults are three more times likely to go to a business's website rather than their Facebook page uh, to find out information. Now, if you just did it yourself, if you go to a Facebook page and you view it, it's more based around sort of a chronological update, like a list of updates, media, multimedia photos posts, you know, reviews, blah, blah, blah. It's not really a platform for this is the list of services we do. Uh, this is the information about us. This is our team. It's not It's not formatted in a way for that. So you can't really tell your story. 
um, that well through it. You can't tell your story and educate people about what you do. So it's it's really for um, keeping some sort of blog, some sort of updates um, going. That's sort of the main thing I tell people as well about social media. So you usually use them both in conjunction. You might post a link to your Facebook page of a page on your website, for example, your pricing or maybe a, a project you've done. You upload it to your website, then you link it back through to Facebook. Now, a little final bonus tip, guys. Um, well, it's not really a tip, but it's just a bit of common sense, really. Not everyone uses Facebook. I'm sure every one of you listening to this would have had someone that said, oh, I don't want to use Facebook. I hate Facebook. Don't want to use it. Don't care about it. You know, don't don't even talk about it. I've never seen it in my life. My um, my grandmother has never seen it in her life. She says, even though she has actually seen it, I'm pretty sure I've said it to her before. But she says she's never seen it. She doesn't want to know about it. And I have lots of clients come to me in my own business that say, you know, I'm not on Facebook. I don't want to be on Facebook. I tell them to go. I tell them to go and set up a Facebook page. I'm not on Facebook. I don't want to be on Facebook. <laughs> so you guys have to remember that people don't use Facebook. They don't use LinkedIn, they don't use Instagram, they don't use Snapchat, they don't use whatever. They don't use Twitter. So, please, you've got to realize that people don't use just one platform. Um, they might not even use the internet. In that case, we're buggered. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're trying to, you've got to really adapt your business across all platforms. You can have a website. You've got to have a um, you know printed brochure. You've got to have a newspaper ad every now and then. You've got to have a Facebook page, of, um, a LinkedIn page. So you've really got to adapt to the full audience, what everyone wants and uses. Because if you don't, then you're limiting yourself. Yeah, if you don't have a website or you don't have a printed brochure, you don't have a footpath sign out the front of your office, you're going to miss out on a certain audience that walks past that or visits that or uses that platform for it for instance. So you need to make sure that you utilize those different platforms and media types. Now, the thing is, is a lot of people then go, oh, well, I don't have any of that. I've got a business card that I got off Vistaprint and that's it. <laughs> so don't panic, guys. What you need to do is sit down and write out, okay, what am I actually, what do I need to do now? I need to make a website. I need to set up a Facebook page. I need to set up a Google My Business page. I need to design a proper business card, I need to design a brochure, I need to do a footpath sign, I need to do vehicle signage, blah, blah, blah. Write that list out and just slowly chip away at it. Don't focus on doing it all at once. Just pick one of them, work on it, get it done, tick it off, next one. Just the final thing as well, guys, don't try and be on every social media platform as well. So pick Facebook, pick LinkedIn, don't do both. At least not to start with. People go, oh, I'm on Facebook, Pinterest, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Twitter. No, 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 no. You don't have time to be on all those platforms, guys. Just pick one and be good at it. And pick the one which your target audience is most likely to use. If you're a lawyer, then you probably should be using LinkedIn or possibly Facebook, depending on what sort of law you do. If you're a masseuse, yeah, probably Facebook's the better one. LinkedIn, I wouldn't worry about. Um, if you're an interior designer, Maybe you should be using Pinterest. So you just sit down and have a thing about it, guys. Write a list out, chip away at it, and away you go. It's Matt from Razor Web Design Wire Podcast. Cheers. That was the Razor Web Design Wire Podcast with Matt Reed. Matt Reed. For more, visit razorweb.co.nz.